Good morning. It is Wednesday, February 7th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Well, I hope your week is off to a good start. It is Wednesday. If you haven't had a chance to check out our website, nowalkernorider.com, take a look. Besides having a place for this podcast to be housed, I also write a new article every week that comes out on Tuesday. So yesterday's new article is about logic and why I think it's a good thing that we teach students logic at our school. A lot of you guys know that my day job is a teacher at a middle school and I teach in the logic school at a classical school. So I'm very passionate about education and specifically this one subject, logic, is what I go after in this article. So if you're interested in that, check out the website. You could subscribe there to have the articles delivered to your email box once a week. And I think you'll enjoy it. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is John chapter 4, verses 31 through 38. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are yet four months, then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Anyone who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Let's pray together. Our Lord in heaven, as we come to our passage today, we're halfway through this week and we're halfway through this long story about the woman at the well. Father, help us to see with your eyes today what you want us to see in this passage. Father, for the listeners of this podcast who are beginning their day perhaps, Lord, I ask that you give them energy and boldness and strength, your strength today to go about their work today. Father, I ask that as we look at this word, you give us the eyes to see. We we just pray desperately for that today as we enter into your word. We pray these things in your son's name. Amen. We know the story so far. Jesus has been sitting at the well. He just told this Samaritan woman about the wellspring of living water that she'll never be thirsty again. And she goes off and she starts telling people in Samaria about this man that she met at the well. And the disciples come back. And they see her talking with Jesus, and they're wondering to themselves, what, what in the world is, what is she doing here? This doesn't make much sense, but they're too afraid to say anything. And remember, they had been in town to get food for Jesus. And so they sit down next to him and they say, Rabbi, time to eat. We got us some food. And Jesus does that thing he does. He says, I have food to eat that you do not know about. And the disciples, not getting it, of course, said, oh, somebody brought him food already? Somebody's already brought you something? To which Jesus replies this, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Now, this is a very, very famous line of Jesus. We see throughout his ministry that Jesus is singularly focused on his one mission. And his mission is to serve the one who sent him, to do the will of God the Father, and to accomplish his work. Jesus is a vessel. He understands himself as a servant of God the Father to carry out his will. And then he says to his disciples, 
Do you not say there is yet four months, then comes the harvest? And then this is the line I love. He says, look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see the fields are white for harvest. Did you catch that in that line, what Jesus says three separate times? He says, first, look. Then he says, two, lift up your eyes. And three, see that the fields are white for harvest. Three separate ways Jesus tells his disciples, look and see. Lift up your eyes. The emphasis in Jesus' message here is that the disciples are not looking. So he says, take a look. There is so much more going on here than you actually see. And then he uses this really helpful illustration. He says, already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. The disciples, of course, would understand this illustration. The one who reaps the harvest is likely the one who did not sow. And yet, both the sower and the reaper can rejoice together at the great harvest. The sower's work and the reaper's work is completed. He's teaching his disciples that the work they're entering into is not their work alone, but they are building on a foundation that has been laid for a long, long time. Now, the immediate context of this story, of course, relates to the woman at the well. The woman is going into Samaria, and she is sowing the word of God. She is sowing the word of Christ. And as we'll see on Friday's podcast, this is going to bring much fruit. And he's letting his disciples know, this is work you did not do, but you are entering into this work. My friends, there's a lot going on in this passage, but I want to try to break it down into at least two things. Two things we need to notice. Number one. Jesus wants his disciples to have a certain set of eyes, to be alert, to be aware at what is going on. There is ministry to accomplish if they will only look and see it. The disciples are focused on only one sort of ministry, and it appears to be this ministry of sowing. And yet he says, no, 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 no. You're entering into a ministry that has already begun. You are the reapers. Reap the fruit of the harvest. The fields are white. And secondly, I want us to notice what John as an author is doing here. If you remember way back when we were doing the Gospel of Mark together, Mark liked to use this very specific writing technique. On the street, we call it sandwiching, but in theology, it's called intercalation. And it's very simple. First, the author starts talking about one thing. Then he starts talking about something else. Then he goes back and starts talking about the first thing again. Okay, it looks like a sandwich. There's two pieces of bread and the meat is in the middle. And when a biblical author does this, they're always trying to draw our attention to what's in the middle. The two pieces of bread on each side help point and explain what's going on in the center. Well, our passage today is the meat. And probably the only way you'll be able to see this is if you actually open up this text and look at it in the Bible. The first part of this sandwich, he's talking about Samaritans, the woman at the well, Samaria. Then he takes a break and he starts talking to his disciples. And our very next verse that we're going to talk about on Friday goes back to talking about the Samaritans. So this is very clearly a sandwich. And so as we walk away today, the second thing I want us to notice is that John as an author is doing something here. We need to be alert to it. And unfortunately, we really can't finish talking about it until we look at our passage on Friday. But we do want to notice that John is drawing our attention to our very central passage right here. Jesus is a servant. 
He has come to do the Father's will, and he wants his disciples to wake up and be alert to the fact that there is a much bigger world of ministry going on here. For our application, brothers and sisters, as we go into our Wednesday, do we have the eyes of the disciples, or do we have the eyes of Christ that he wants us to have? Do we see the ministry going on around us? Do we long to be a sower when our time is to reap? Or do we want to be the reaper when the Lord has asked us to be a sower? I don't think that the Lord has pigeonholed us into one specific kind of ministry, but only to have the eyes of a minister that Jesus is talking about in this passage. Do we have those eyes? Do we see the ministry around us? Jesus is saying to us, look, lift up your eyes and see the fields are white for harvest. Let's pray together. Lord, as we go into our day, halfway through our week, I know this is a time when a lot of people, even the secular world, acknowledges that hump day can be one of the more difficult days of the week. Lord, our energy begins to wane. We look forward to the weekend that's still a couple days away. And Father, sometimes our bodies and our minds and our emotions just begin to groan. And Father, your word intersects with that today. This passage just speaks so clearly to us that we have a specific mission and ministry that you have called us to do. Father, not only do we want to be the Father's servant, do we want to be people who do the Father's will, who accomplish his work, but we also want to look, lift up our eyes, and see the ministry all around us that you have called us into. Lord, give us the eyes of Christ. Give us the heart of Christ to sit down next to the woman at the well when she desperately needs to hear your hope and your words of truth. To give us the eyes of Jesus who's made us both a sower and a reaper. Father, help convict us in our hearts by the power of your Holy Spirit of an attitude towards ministry that thinks we deserve a certain role when you've put us somewhere else. Lord, help us to see our role in your global ministry today, in our workplaces, in our families, in our personal lives, with our friends. We ask these things in Christ's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Friday.